0: We frequently hear farmers talk about preserving the farm for the next generation, but that can be easier said than done. Hi, I'm Steve Ammerman, Director of Communications for New York Farm Bureau, and welcome to our podcast, News Bites. Passing the farm down to children, nieces, or nephews is a sense of pride for many farmers. It's continuing the family legacy on the land that may have been in the family for many generations. Farming is a livelihood that's honorable It represents hard work, and is something that literally nourishes local communities and feeds others all around the world. But farmland transition can also be a complicated process. There are financial and emotional decisions that have to be made, and sometimes people don't think about the needed steps until it's too late. Well, today we hope to change that. We're speaking with Henry Monshine, an investment advisor representative of GWN Securities, Inc., who works with Nationwide Insurance's Land Is Your Legacy program. Nationwide is the insurance partner for New York Farm Bureau and Land Is Your Legacy aims to help farm families through the transition process. We begin our conversation with learning more about the program's mission.
1: The the program is sponsored by Nationwide Insurance. Nationwide Insurance started off basically as a insurance company for farmers out in Ohio about a hundred years ago. And so Nationwide has been and is the largest insurer of agribusiness in the United States. What they started to notice is that there was a trend happening where farms were kind of ending. They weren't being transitioned to the next generation. They were being sold and developments were starting to pop up, whether that be streets and housing or commercial buildings or whatever. But Nationwide is starting to lose the business a little bit. But even more importantly, we're losing these farms that are very, very important to what goes on in the states and the society and and, in the economy. And so about 11 years ago, Nationwide decided to put together a program called Land is Your Legacy. And what it's designed to do is to help the farmers transition their farm to the next generation. And so it's a program where Nationwide picks up the cost and they help put together a plan with the the advisor, myself, that we present to a farmer and their family. And we kind of walk them through how to get to an estate planning attorney. We'll help talk to the estate planning attorney. We'll get them all the way through to signing all their documents. And so the program itself has helped thousands of farmers over the last 11 years or so around the country. It has five key elements to it. We look at the succession planning of the farm and and the land. We look at the business planning to make sure the business is set up properly for the next generation. We'll look at what they call risk management to make sure there's nothing that would get in the way of this transition of the farm. We look at the financial independence of the the generation that's selling the farm to make sure that they won't be taking income from the farm that takes it away from the kids. And then ultimately estate planning to make sure that from a taxation standpoint that we're doing the right thing. Talk
0: a little bit about your role specifically. You are and work with farms as a a financial planner, if you will. Mm -hmm. How did you get it started in all of this, and kind of explain it is what you specifically do?
1: Okay, that's a great question. So I grew up on a farm, a poultry farm in eastern Connecticut, and what was interesting was it was many years ago. We'll leave it at that. And it was semi-automated, not like it is today. So I guess you would say that the chickens would be called free range in today's world. Okay. We had 10,000 chickens, they had pens, they would roam around, they'd hop into a nest to lay the eggs. And then I would come along with my father and we had a worker on the farm and literally handpick the eggs out of the nest. And then we would grade them, sell them, do whatever. My father when I turned 18 and I was heading off to the university of Connecticut that summer, he came to me and said, I've decided to retire. Do you want the farm? And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's like, you know, first of all, it's, it's not even automated. We're seeing all these automated farms now chickens and little pens and things like that or cages and I'm like, we're not even set up for that. So I said, I want to go to school. I want to get my education. And then we'll see what goes on. Well, my father shut the doors. I went off to college. A few months later, he became, he had a, he got a, he had a stroke. And after that, that was literally the end of the farming operation as was. I decided not to take it over, but, you know, my mother, my father, they weren't sophisticated in terms of how to transition things or, or to, you know, work with, let's say, from a taxation standpoint. And so my father died a few years later. My mother died a few years after that. I was an only child. And then I had to cut a nice bill to the state of Connecticut for estate taxes because there was no estate planning. All right. Happened. Through the years, I became a financial advisor. And then one day, somebody I knew from Nationwide Insurance who was doing Land Is Your Legacy said, I really don't have the time for it how would you like to take over that program? And that was about four years ago. So now I cover the state of New York, the state of Vermont, the state of Connecticut, and as much of Pennsylvania that I want. So, and I do that for nationwide insurance. So I am, my personally, I am a financial advisor of my own company, Connect Financial Group. But what I do with the farmers is, as part of the program, is first I have a conversation about what land is your legacy is. And what are the expectations both ways? So what should the farmer expect from us and what we're going to need from that farmer and their family? Once we've got a clear understanding of kind of how this will work and everybody's on board, then I like to meet with the family if possible. And sometimes I have to meet with the, the, the parents first and then the kids separate. But most of the time I can just do that all together. Once I meet with everybody, I just take notes I just want to know their feelings, their thoughts, you know, am I, can I pick up on anything that might be an issue down the road? And then we ask the farmers to provide some tax returns and balance sheets and things of that nature. And I submit that all to Nationwide. And then what Nationwide will do is they've got a team of financial planners that work on the case with me and they will basically first of all, come up with a family chart because they want to make sure that they have the players in the right spots. And then after that, uh, they'll come up with a plan that's customized to that family and their situations. And so we will write, we will, I will know what are the important hot buttons to the family. Then we will address those in the plan plus some other things that we see that might be of concern moving forward. And then we pres- I present that as a plan to the family and then, if the family needs certain certain things to help the plan along, like for example, talking to an estate planning attorney, I will help them do that. Communicate the plan, and then kind of we will review the documents before the client signs it to make sure that everything seems appropriate. And if there's anything that we need to do from a risk standpoint, whether it's insurance, life insurance, long-term care, whatever, I'll address that with the family as the time goes on.
0: With your background, you can really relate to many of these farms and the issues that they're facing. You just mentioned hot button issues. Are there common hot button issues or issues in general that farms and farmers look to address when you're sitting down with them in those initial meetings? Absolutely.
1: There's a couple of hot buttons. One is the estate planning piece is like a foreign language to most farmers because that's not their specialty. And so I'm not a lawyer, but what I can do is I can put it into layman's terms that the farmer will understand and why we're trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. So that's the first thing is that just trying to get them to understand you're not alone. Don't feel overwhelmed. We're going to walk through this. These aren't quick. Okay. If if somebody's uh, growing crops, we have seasons that we have to deal with. And so usually I leave them alone during their season. And then we get a lot of things done after the season, but sometimes it's going to take two seasons to get this accomplished and and, and work through. So that's one. The other piece is a lot of times what I'll see is that the farmer had, let's say four kids. Two want to work on the farm. One is definitely off the farm, has their own career somewhere else. And then there's Either one child that could be part of the farm is not, maybe is kind of taking a a path that isn't what the parents really like. And so they're concerned about that. And additionally, what they're concerned about is they're worried about divorce amongst the kids and losing part of the farm in the divorce. So that's a common theme that we will run across where they're just like, hey, look, is there a way of protecting the farm in case something happens in, in their marriage?
0: Yeah, I can understand how that could be very complicated for the the Ford family. I mean, many issues like that. It seems though, too, that emotional issues can be just as much a play here as financial ones. Can you
1: talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the emotional piece, the, the, well, let's say this, the financial piece is the financial piece. There's certain tax laws, there are certain things that you can do regarding the tax laws, and there's certain things you can't do. So that's kind of Straightforward to me in that regard. It's the emotional piece that becomes an issue. So there's a couple of things that go on there for play. Number one is farmers' identities are in their farms. And if you inherited that farm from your parents and you've worked that farm your whole life, that farm is you. And so the first problem is that the senior generation having to give up control of the farm because in some regards, it's like reinventing themselves at an older age because now they're not the farm anymore. And even though they might have the aches and the pains, it's still emotionally part of their being. So that's one problem that we, we come across from an emotional standpoint that we have to address. The other part is just trusting the kids to do a good job. And a lot of times the next generation has different ideas than the previous generation. And what I have seen is there's some really, really bright young farmers out there that are going to do some amazing things when they have control of the farm. They just got to get control of the farm. And then what I'll normally say to the, to the father, let's say in these situations, I will say to them, hey, look, just because the farm is now going to be run by your kids doesn't mean you're not allowed on the property. What I would suggest is to have a position on the farm that doesn't get in their way. So a lot of times I'll say to them, hey, hey, look, you fixed equipment all these years, right? Why don't you just do that? You be like the repair guy or something of that nature that keeps you on the farm. If you want to hay a field or if you want to plant stuff, go for it. I don't think that's going to hurt anything. I think that helps, okay? but it doesn't require you to be there all the time and it doesn't require you to be totally cut off. So we work with the emotional issues of of the, the senior generation and their identity. And then we look at, you know, the younger generation and, you know, they're just chomping at the bit and we just got to help them kind of ma- get through the process of getting ultimate control into the farm.
0: So let's talk about that process. You alluded a minute ago that Sometimes it can take a season or two. This isn't something that will be resolved in one sit-down meeting. So I'm sure that that's important to have that mindset in Mm -hmm. the get jokes. And what should farms come to the
1: table to be prepared to answer in that initial meeting and then going forward? So Nationwide has done a really great job putting together some checklists and things that you can rank in terms of importance. So the parents will always have a couple things that they've been thinking about that are they're concerned about. What we do is by putting out these lists and giving it to them, I give it to them ahead of time and I'm saying, we're going to talk about this and we're going to rank this together. You don't have to do this ahead of time. It's not a homework assignment, but I want you to read it and say, Oh, I never thought of that. Is that important? Is it not important? And so I think that the first thing we try and do is, give them as much information to think about, and not even information, really just topics to think about and say, is this important to you? Is this important to the farm? Is this important to the business? Is this important to the kids? And so that's the first thing we try and do is get them to think that way. Once they look at it, I just discuss it. So they might say to me, you know, if I pass away, will my wife be okay financially? Yeah, we got to think about that stuff. That's the financial independence piece. You know, if you both had social security, one's going to go away when the first one passes away. If there was a pension from somewhere else and you didn't ask for the pension to be continued to your spouse, then that goes away. So there's sources of income that can go away. We just want to make sure that we're thinking about everything as we do this transition. I think that if somebody's worked on a farm all those years and it's, it's usually their retirement, Now, if you're going to be giving it to the kids or selling it to them at a discounted price or whatever you're going to do, that impacts what happens to you down the road. So we just have to weigh all those pieces together to come up with something that makes sense.
0: So this may seem like a duck question, but why is it important for farms to think about it earlier rather than later? I know personally, of many farms who, you know, the, 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 the children may be in their 50s or 60s and still aren't a part of the ownership or the governing of that farm business. Sure. So why is it important to think about this earlier rather than later?
1: All right. So there's a couple of reasons. One is if most kids, God bless them, if they're 50s and 60s still on the farm and don't have control and ownership, because most kids would have been gone long time earlier. They would have just said, No, I I can't wait this out. I need to have the control, blah, blah, blah. So that's number one. But number two is it isn't just about growing old, having to deal with it in your later years. What happens if there's an accident on the farm? We know being in farming, accidents occur and sometimes they're fatal. And so you don't want to be caught in a situation where something bad happens and we have done no planning and now the whole, the whole farms at risk, you know, additional, I mean, forget the the stuff about probates and all the other things. It just literally like, who's going to handle what, how, and a lot of times I hate to say it when it comes down to money, you can fight about it. And so that family harmony piece is very, very important. And by, by the parents putting together a, a plan that, you know, early enough, it kind of addresses all these issues. And if the kids aren't happy, at least it's not—they're not, not going to be not happy with each other. They'll be unhappy with the parents. And if the parents, you know, ultimately are gone, have at it. Be mad at me as much as you want. I'm not here anymore to hear you. And then go from there. But it'll—it'll it'll preserve family harmony.
0: So I'm sure you've worked with many farms in, in your career. You know, this is such an important issue, and it really does impact the future of that farm. Yes. How does it feel to you personally when you? seen it work, and you've been able to help a farm family move forward in a positive Mm
1: -hmm. way? So luckily for me, I don't really look at this from a transactional standpoint. So when I do a plan with a family, it's not see you and maybe I'll see you at a meeting or whatever it is. We still talk afterwards because the beauty of these plans are they have flexibility for change. So I might do a plan in 2021 with somebody and now five years from now, the grandkids have started to grow up a little bit and are showing an interest. Now they want to change things around. Well, let's get back together and let's look, revisit the plan and see what we need to do to make that happen, okay? Or somebody who they thought was interested, isn't interested. Now it's got to get changed again. So we do have consistent communication through the years with people. And some of this, you know, takes even longer. So, you know, I said it could be a couple seasons. I have a farm that I work with here in Connecticut. I met with the, one of the sons at a young farmer's meeting in 2019. And he said to me, dad's not ready to do, let this go, blah, blah, blah. Mm. About a year and a half later, he introduced me to dad. And now we've got the plan. We're literally at the attorneys for the buy-sell agreement at this point. But literally, the process has been three years or so. But it's given me enough time to talk to dad about kind of relinquishing control a little bit, just so the kids can get moving on what they need to do. So I get a lot of satisfaction out of it, just, just seeing that the family has a better is in a better spot. And the most important thing, and I, and I tell this to everybody who's a client, part of Landage Legacy, whatever is, as long as you can put your head under that pillow at night, and this isn't a worry, it's a win for us. So that's the key is peace of mind. And I enjoy giving that. So if
0: someone is interested in going through this program, what steps should they take?
1: Reach out to me. Or at least reach out to the New York State Farm Bureau. The Farm Bureau will refer you to me. And then we will have a conversation on the phone. If I can't get out there for whatever reason, I'll start with a Zoom meeting, something of that nature. But you will get an individual meeting with me at some point, whether it's on the delivery, mostly on the delivery piece. But if I can even get out for the first meeting in person, then we'll do it. It just, it's seasonality. So now that the farmers are coming off the crop season now, we're doing this here in in late October. You know, I've got people from last year I got to work with. I got people during this year. So I might not, I might be stretched a little bit where I can't get out there right away, but I'll get to you before the uh, next season, I promise. It's
0: wonderful. Yeah. Henry, thanks so much. We really appreciate this advice and really just getting people to start thinking about the decisions that they and their families will need to make going forward. And this, I think, will be very helpful to them.
1: Excellent. Thank you for the time. It is a valuable
0: service that sets up farm families for the future. As part of New York Farm Bureau's partnership with Nationwide, our members can take advantage of Nationwide's Land is Your Legacy program free of charge. If you're interested in learning more, we put Henry's contact information in the description of this edition of News Bites, or you can go to the website nationwide.com slash nyfb. you can learn more about Land is Your Legacy and all of Nationwide's offerings for members. Well, that's our time for today. Please help us out by giving us a positive review wherever you listen to today's edition of News Bites that was edited by Seth Moser Katz. Until next time, make sure to thank a farmer for all that they do.